When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage, Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Welcome to our newest season of Humane Podcast in 2021. Humane is your first look at the startups and industry titans that are leading and disrupting ML and AI, data science, developer tools, and technical education. I am your host, David Jakobovich, and this is Humane. If you like this episode, remember to subscribe and leave a review. Now, on to our show. Listeners, welcome to today's episode of Humane, where I'm featuring Robert Stevenson, who is the CEO of Intellivy. For the past couple years, many of us have been at home, but I'm telling you the world is reopening and it's going to be an exciting time to travel, to do business, and to spend time with our loved ones. And the products that Intellivy are building are at the heart of some of these experiences that you'll be seeing in the real world today and soon enough. It's my pleasure to bring Robert Stevenson on the show today. Robert, thanks for joining us. Hi, excited to be here. Really exciting time in uh, travel technology, as you uh, were noting. Yeah, I think as we're moving back into now a hybrid world and soon an in-person world, there's so much about hospitality tech to make great experiences, whether these great experiences are contactless or they're better around guest satisfaction. There's a lot of exciting things in the works. Can you start sharing with our listeners just a little bit about Intellivy? Yeah, great. I um, joined Intellivy a couple years back and I was originally uh, an investor in the company. And the thing that got me excited about it as an investor before joining uh, and taking over the reins as uh, CEO was really, you know, the hospitality business has been a business that has been a little reluctant to embrace future kind of uh, the latest and greatest technologies. It's a business that is a uh, you know, really a, a brick and mortar business. It's based a lot on real estate and, you know, where's the hotel positioned and what's the brand of the hotel and, and those kinds of things. And, and getting their arms around technology and hospitality has been a little bit of a laggard. And, you know, Intellity has been very exciting from the standpoint of, hey, there's this 
businesses out here and there's these technologies that are existing and they're really coming into the forefront across you know many other aspects of a traveler's journey but when they get to a hotel things get a bit more challenging right so just to give you an example you know nobody today thinks anything else of you know pulling out a you know ride sharing app an uber or a lyft or something else in another country and uh you know immediately can get the class of service that you want you know the time that it's going to take for your uh, service to occur and where you're going to go and you can kind of monitor it along the way you know what the cost is if you got good service you can tip same thing for an airline you know you can do those kinds of things with an airline book your plane go to the airport check in go through complicated security end up on another place on the planet and do it all from your mobile phone. Like you don't even need to leave your bedroom to start your journey. You can just literally um, do that. And hotels have been, you know, really, I think behind in that regard. And Intelity really, you know, that's been the focus, right? The focus has been a guest experience platform. And um, it's taken a long time to build it up and offer the kinds of things that modernize the guest experience in the same way that airlines and ride sharing and other aspects of travel and, and transit have already done. And so for, you know, for us, we look at uh, the mobile phone, we look at uh, engagement to guests as they're coming inbound, you know, what's the the booking experience, what's the check-in experience, what's the mobile key experience, you know, what is it like to be on property, what kind of uh, services, amenities, interactions can you have? We can support that also, you know, on property with, you know, physical direct sort of mechanisms through televisions that might be installed or tablets that might be in the room. And then all of that is great, but it doesn't mean that much to hoteliers if it doesn't go anywhere and it's not operational, right? So you can have somebody have a great mobile experience with their hotel that they might be staying at, but it's got to go and be effectuated by hotel staff. At the end of the day, somebody's got to cook the steak and pour the wine and somebody's got to help with checkout and somebody's got to call the car for valet. And so we have a ticketing engine on the back end. It's powered by uh, a whole bunch of, you know, sort of integrations across an entire complex sort of hotelier stack. And uh, we tie all that stuff together to make sure that the staff can effectuate a great guest experience in addition to facilitating the technology that the guest actually touches and, and feels and interacts with. And that's, you know, kind of net net what we do and, you know, why we're involved in this space. And thinking more about the industry as a whole, myself, I used to be on 100 flights a year and would be at, you know, all these fantastic properties, especially in the Marriott network, being one of these Titanium members, working with different properties globally. I haven't seen the properties in almost two years. So I'm feeling this, you know, longing to travel again and to not only see the properties, but have great experiences. Next time I check on the Marriott property or others, is when I'm hearing that some of this guest experience is powered by your technology. Yeah, that's correct. We focus a lot on the Intelity, you know, kind of customer segments and the customer ecosystem and market in market that we attack is a lot of um, non-Marriott, non-Hilton kinds of uh, properties. And the size of Marriott and Hilton, you know, very impressive, really well-run companies, quite admired brands and particularly in hospitality, but guests all around the world know them as well as, you know, other, some other giant brands, um, where we kind of slot in is a lot of everybody else, even though those companies are quite big, you know, about 70 to 80% of the market is not covered by major brands. And it gets incredibly challenging for smaller and smaller hotel groups. And when we'd say small, it doesn't have to be that small. It could be a, a group of, um, you know, 50 hotels, a hundred hotels, but, you know, in that kind of range, it's very difficult 
for that kind of group and even more difficult if you go down all the way to an individual property, let's say a, a small boutique property, you know, boutique hotel that has 25 rooms and, you know, is owner operated kind of business. Very hard for those kinds of companies to engage in the engineering and uh, product leadership that we do, right? And that's the the kind of way that we look at the market is we try to work with everybody who is essentially not Marriott, not Hilton. But what's great about, you know, a Marriott, Hilton, or a, other, a couple of the other big brands is they provide a lot of thought leadership in the space, right? You know, what should the guest experience be like? Talking about some of the things I was mentioning at the top of our discussion is, you know, hey, I'm a guest. I'm out. I've already got my airlines figured out. I've got, you know, perhaps my ride sharing figured out. Perhaps I've got maybe even a tour or something like that lined up for uh, this vacation I'm getting ready to take. But I'm going to this property and, you know, maybe I've got some COVID concerns or maybe, you know, last time I went there, uh, this is a particular challenge at, you know, crush seasons for major resorts or or uh, go to Las Vegas, right, when there's a massive event going on at the Las Vegas Convention Center. And you're going to be standing in line at check-in, you know, maybe five minutes, maybe 10 minutes, maybe 15 minutes. Like you maybe have had that experience before. And it's really completely unnecessary, right? The, the technology exists clearly to, you know, to do things like check-in. And like I mentioned, like with airlines, you're going through incredibly complicated security and logistics to move humans around. And you can do it all on your phone and, and you show up at your hotel and you're standing in line, right? It's kind of crazy. And so guests expect more and they they should demand more. And and Marriott and Hilton have trained people that they need more. And so, you know, Intelligy Platform looks at it in that lens, right? How can we get a customer in, you know, and really it's an end, end user is the guest, the actual guest that's coming in, but our customer is actually the hotel. So we're in a kind of B2B to C kind of environment. But we want to make sure that that guest has a, has a really cool experience, right? From the moment of booking, hey, we've got mobile application available. Hey, here's the services and amenities. You know, here's how you can get signed up to know more about uh, what's going on on the property. Download the app. Oh, by the way, the app has uh, mobile check-in. The app has mobile key. It has mobile food and beverage. You could bypass the front desk if you want, right? If you're concerned about um, health and safety or a time issue or perhaps you just want to you know, you're coming off a long haul flight to uh, an international destination. You're just tired. I just want to go straight to my room, right? And enabling people to be able to do that kind of thing, really, really cool, right? And that is, you know, kind of what they've seen everywhere else. And then, you know, once you're on property, that sort of next phase of the guest journey, things change, right? That paradigm changes, their guest perspective changes. Okay, I'm here. I'm, maybe I'm here for business. Maybe I'm here for leisure. You know, there's all kinds of different guests staying at all kinds of different properties and trying to, you know, make available the appropriate things for that particular property. And frankly, what that property wants to highlight, right? We, we don't t- pretend to be experts on each and every hotel. What we pretend to, don't pretend, we, what we actually do is make sure our platform is very adaptable to be able to handle all the different kinds of uh, situations that might arise. So a business-oriented property, you know, for a business traveler is going to have different needs. They're going to want to highlight different things. The services, amenities are going to be different. Maybe check out, seamless checkout with the folio, instantly available on mobile or on an in-room tablet. Maybe that's a higher priority than a resort property that wants to showcase a whole lot more about the restaurants and food and beverage and everything that's available, or maybe some events that they want to broadcast out. That's going to be more important to them. Casino property is going to have a completely different take on things. They actually don't want people to stay in the uh, in their rooms as much. They want people down on the floor playing games and gambling and and uh, driving revenue through that. And so to make an adaptable platform that during that stay portion can be molded in the way that uh, the hotelier appreciates and the hotelier, you know, frankly needs. 
and spit out BI, uh, provide a CMS capability, do things that allow for the hotel to operate in real time and make some changes, make some decisions, you know, you can, if you really want to, you can change your restaurant menu on a regular rolling basis, right? So if you've got a restaurant where you've got a chef that's doing that kind of thing, and that's part of the selling point of that restaurant, you can use our platform to do it, right? That kind of thing. And, and that really adapts to the, to the guest stay. And then, you know, as the guests exit, right, we also want to be helpful. The ability to tie in, tie in the appropriate, uh, you know, sort of exit services and amenities, the ability to, again, view the folio, um, the ability to, you know, if the booking engine is tied into a mobile app, that kind of thing, being able to rebook the room or come back, those types of perspectives are also important. So, that, you know, that's kind of the guest arc, I would call it, that, that we look at. And there's a lot of rich detail in there. And as I mentioned, you know, sort of at the top of the discussion, you know, making sure that the guest side also matches the staff side and can be effectuated and uh, triggered and escalated by the staff as appropriate you got to have both sides of the coin. If you don't, you're going to have a kind of meaningless guest experience, a hollow feeling one, and staff that are kind of wondering, hey, operationally, what, what am I supposed to be doing with this particular thing that this guest wants to do on my app? And so it sounds that as I start traveling again, and everyone does for both enterprise travel and commercial travel, for us as consumers, this is quite a seamless experience. And in fact, a great guest experience. It's on the enterprise side with all these major brands and boutique brands from the hotels to the Fairmonts, the Marriott's, the Hilton's of the world, that you're enabling access and you're enabling a seamless, quicker guest experience. I remember a couple of years ago when I went to CES in Las Vegas, I had been to the Cosmo and I'd seen some great technology being used all throughout the property. And so now I can relate that and say, ah, IntelliD is powering a lot of this technology, making for more interactive experiences. Thinking about all of this in mind, where do you see growth as we continue to move back into an in-person world and why is your technology having a significant impact now? Yeah, that's a great question. You know, um, as we look forward, what's been great, you know, the pandemic has caused um, just a lot of consternation. There's been a lot of challenges, a lot of, you know, human impact. The one thing that has occurred in hospitality and, and travel tourism is, you know, there's been a lot of impact with no travelers coming, but it has enabled the industry to level set a bit, right? You know, this technology that was already you know, coming to the forefront with some of the properties that and brands that you mentioned and ones that we've announced and talked about, leading hotels of the world, Yotel, you know, Cosmopolitan is one of our one of our customers as well. And we've got quite a few uh, customers in the large sort of casino segment. You know, they've been able to work on things during the sort of shutdown window where things where no travelers were going on. A lot of IT projects, a lot of mobile projects, a lot of contactless projects. And that's kind of set up the future, right? So, you know, not everybody's done yet, right? People are still adding apps and still doing in-room tablets and doing casting and interaction, guest interaction on televisions. And those projects are still very live, particularly as hotels have opened up and are starting to come out of the pandemic in a, in a really material way. But it set it up that, you know, hey, here's the level set of what, what's expected. I think just any sort of brand at this point, you know, has a mobile experience. And most Individual properties or very small brands, a couple clusters of properties have at least a web mobile experience. And many, many, many have dedicated app styled experiences and then further stuff, you know, in the room, on property, in the lobby, in the public areas. As we look forward, knowing that we've kind of level set there, the next thing that, that gets people, I think, you know, really quite excited is hey, how can we take this improved guest experience 
and drive more automation in the guest experience area and drive as a result of the automation, not only just a better guest experience, but a better way to sort of market to the guest and sell to the guest, right? Ultimately, you know, having a great guest experience is important. There is, you know, a lot to like. You know, somebody may say, hey, the app was really good and I was able to get, you know, my margarita delivered right at my at my table next to the pool and that was really cool. And, you know, there's a lot of things to like about having a cool guest experience. However, at the end of the day, the hotels are really, you know, looking at ROI. Hey, I've sold, you know, a room night. That's great. But now I need to sell other things, right? How am I going to market and sell to the guest and and really give them a great stay, but then also drive some revenue for myself? And when we look forward, you know, things like AI and things like, you know, mining the complexities of the data that we have access to, but the hotel also has access to in, in different ways, as well as OTAs like Expedia, or even even a large you know search companies and and uh, social companies like Facebook and Google are doing you know hey we have a traveler who's getting ready to commit to a journey perhaps it's a business journey and they're on an expense account perhaps it's a guest journey where they're um, you know on a leisure sort of situation and they're committing to a two week stay you know in some cool exotic location how can we take the data that we know spitting out of our platform spitting out of perhaps the OTA and consolidate that, take that, review it, and spit out, you know, um, really cool sort of suggestions to get the guest not only to have the better experience, but also, again, drive revenue. So give you an example, right? You know, something like, you know, a dining type situation, very common way for uh, hotels to offer an upscale experience, but also, you know, drive some revenue. And so, you know, food and beverage and in-room dining and restaurants and all that stuff are quite carefully scrutinized. It's not a uh, area that just immediately, um, because of the expense level, can make a ton of money. But if you could cater it to um, particular inquiries about the guest or things you know about the guest, perhaps you can drive that and, and really improve it and drive more revenue. So an example, hey, maybe you had a business traveler who shows up at your hotel. We already know he or she has been there uh, multiple times before. We've detected the kind of behavior coming in one day, leaving the next, maybe staying two days, maybe uh, getting something at the snack bar in the, in, in the morning really quick and, you know, setting, you can even see in some, in some cases, setting of the alarm on the in-room tablet on our platform. Oh, they're getting up early. Oh, they came in with different car each time. You can see that maybe from the valet data. Perhaps maybe there's an on-site restaurant. Hey, you can tell they hosted a business dinner, right? They had five people in. There's a rather large bill at that restaurant downstairs. Great. We know a lot about this person, right? We know, you know, perhaps the kinds of things that might be valuable to them, right? So coming in, you can see they're coming in next time. And last time we saw they booked that restaurant for a business dinner. Wouldn't it be cool to catch them on the way in? Hey, we noticed you're in for two days. Do you want a reservation at XYZ restaurant? And uh, yes, no, you know, as a push message, as maybe a text message, you know, some simple way that they can interact and, you know, perhaps they were thinking about pulling their business dinner in. Maybe they got the restaurant down the street, but now it's like, oh, I didn't book that. Or maybe my assistant wasn't able to book it. I, I'm just kind of scrambling. Yeah, this is great. Let me just book this. How cool is that, right? You know, or knowing somebody's food preferences or bedding preferences or towel preferences, or maybe even the time they want to get up in the morning, right? All of that stuff is really, really cool. And it's a potential goldmine for the, you know, sort of marketing and um, sales aspects of the world, right? You know. If there was a particular bottle of wine or a particular experience that somebody liked, you know, why not try to sell that to them again, right? Maybe you're not only continuing through the hotel journey, but you're continuing on, right, to the next hotel. Like frequently people go on tours or trips. They might go to one hotel, you know, do two, three days at the beach, then two, three days in the mountains on a new country, and then two, three days in the city, 
why not continue that data and push it through all of those different, you know, sort of data points and stay locations. And it can get even more and more sophisticated. We've done a, a, a really cool project that is, uh, you know, it's an R&D type project. Um, hasn't been rolled out yet, but one of the things that, that I've tried to sort of emphasize here in the discussion is, you know, on the ticketing side, we can see the utilization of services and, and what's actually needed, how much maintenance is being requested by guests, you know, how many times did a HVAC unit break or, you know, some kind of problem exist? How many times did, you know, um, did, did housekeeping get called for a particular guest? What's the volume of the load at a property related to a guest on different categories, categories of costs that hotels worry about, right? You know, do I have enough housekeepers on staff? Do I have enough maintenance people on staff? Maybe I've got too many, maybe I've got too few. Well, guess what? We have that data, right? And we can take that data and match it up to all kinds of things, right? You know, was there an event on the property? If there was an event, you know, maybe it's a, co- a property that holds, you know, a big conference, uh, you know, a Toyota conference and a bunch of Toyota executives are in and a lot of people are, you know, in doing things, maybe hundreds, hundreds of people perhaps. And that's going to change the profile of the kinds of requests and the kinds of needs, right? Wouldn't it be great to take that data match it up and say, hey, you've got another event coming up in three weeks. You're going to need two extra maintenance people, but you're overstaffed on housekeepers based on the knowledge that we've gleaned from everything from the event being on property, what the weather is, you know, when the weather is bad, people stay in the hotel room a lot more. When the weather's great, they get out, they go by the pool, they go wander around, you know, so all of this kind of stuff can be mishmashed together. We've done tons of kind of R&D where we crank through, you know, almost like a machine learning type project where we can take through that data over time and analyze you know, usage patterns, costs, resource allocations in, in different types of departments. That's what's coming. All that kind of stuff is coming. You know, really a smarter, more automated experience that will elevate the guest, but also improve the travel PL for companies that are in the hospitality space, but then also in the adjacent areas. I'm looking forward to experiencing all of these in person. And uh, I just recently started going to more in-person events in New York City. In fact, one of them was at the Bluebird London. And I had a brunch with several friends. And one of my biggest gripes always about in-person events is waiting for the bill and how do you split the check. And they had this new app called Up and Go that lets you directly split and pay through our phones without even interacting with the server. So it's amazing that the technology you're building and a lot of startups in the space is going to continue to accelerate the guest experience everywhere. Beyond this example, I know uh, you've been busy working on exciting new partnerships with voice technology as well. Can you share more about some of your expansion in the voice space? The voice space in hospitality has been you know, kind of sitting out there as, as a really cool thing, right? Like the... Um, you know, I think the world got kind of trained up on Alexa and Google Voice, you know, two to three years ago. And, you know, people love it, right? Like they've sold, they've sold millions upon millions of devices, you know, the companies that provide the voice sort of technology. And, you know, people set their alarms, you know, they make their Amazon orders, they do all that kind of stuff through voice in their houses today. And the concept of translating that into the hospitality space, similar to what I was talking about at the top of the discussion, been a little slower. How do you actually sort of map that and do something with it? and make it kind of sensitive to the specific hotel, right? Great, Alexa can tell you uh, what time of day it is and what the weather is, but that's not that great just at a hotel level, right? You need to know more stuff like, you know, when does the pool close? What are the hours of the restaurant? Can I book a table at at the uh, maybe the upscale restaurant for, you know, my thing tonight? All those kinds of things. Or, hey, Alexa, I'd like to check out. And um, we're partnering with a company who is really world-class in that space. And um, the Intelligent platform have done 
a fair bit. We've done custom Alexa skills and, and Google Voice work uh, and deployed in quite a number of properties since those technologies were kind of announced. But you know, we haven't focused specifically on sort of natural language tooling and really the adaptability, which which is a big piece of it, to match to the specific hotel in question, the specific room in question, right? And the company we're partnering with, uh, very excited to announce a relationship with them. It does exactly that and really has some world-class tools in that regard. And it augments exactly what we do, right? We're trying to make great guest experience. You know, if you've got a property who wants mobile app, they maybe want an in-room tablet, but, you know, maybe they're also looking for a voice component. Hey, it's really cool. Let's go very tech forward. Let's be like a brand like Yotel, very tech forward brand and make it completely available for in any way you want to interact, whether it's voice, whether it's a screen, whether it is perhaps it's still in person. Maybe you still want to go down to the lobby and talk to somebody. You know, all of those avenues are available. This is the story of the one. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. And it sounds like as we're talking through all this technology that IntelliD's offering today on the show, uh, Robert, is that whether it's through voice or through screen, it really has all started with mobile and the continued mobile usage. I know today in the world, I spend hours a day on mobile checking my phone over for notifications. Why do you think mobile is seeing such a significant bump and why it's really important to enable a lot of the customers you work with for their businesses? You know, mobile has been leading the way for a long time. Uh, I would say, you know, greater than a decade probably at this point in terms of the way people want to communicate and, you know, sort of action things. And the, the rise of the sort of smartphone taught people, hey, there's a, just a different, you know, way of computing, a different way of of thinking about uh, the portability of computing power. And, you know, in the travel ecosystem, as we kind of talked about at the top of the discussion, it's taken a little while, airlines and and then I think you're followed by ride sharing. Those types of services really were trying to fill a very complicated sort of logistics issue that couldn't be solved really in any other way outside of having a computing device in somebody's hands. By doing that, they've taught you know people, hey, look, this is the way you need to do it. Now, is it the way we're going to be doing it You know, 10 years from now? Is it going to change? Likely we'll see some major changes in the way people 
you know, approach what is a mobile computing device. You know, there'll be VR devices. There'll be much more powerful kind of carryable, wearable type of computers. There'll be all kinds of things that um, emerge in the, you know, in the next decade and, and decade after that that will change the way we think about mobile computing. But we have arrived at a point where, you know, having a mobile device, having uh, seamless connectivity, basically the day, 5G networks all over the place, growing uh, 4 and 5G, even even in uh, countries that uh, have typically had much poor connections. And even some countries, you know, it's been quite interesting, you know, to see the sort of land-based internet connections have not taken off where, you know, cell-based um, mobile connections have, right? So you've got countries that were really slow to be able to build, you know, kind of a wired and land infrastructure. So we really are in a mobile planet, right? This is where um, people choose to interact. And uh, and of course, all the device manufacturers have, have accommodated by providing every type of format, every cost, you know, uh, level. If you don't have a, a ton of disposable income on a mobile phone, you can certainly buy one. If you've got a ton more, you can buy something really more exotic. You can have a tablet. You can have a small tablet, a big tablet, all kinds of stuff. And so it's really great, you know, potential and market and hospitality. You pretty much can, you know, people are equipped with a very smart mobile device, even if it's a generation or two old, that can deliver on all of these things. And so it's just a natural place to sort of land, you know, to deliver on a guest experience. But it's limits, right? You know, uh, one of the limits is, you know, um, the operating systems, the way uh, the hardware architecture is on mobile phones. They are designed, uh, you know, to sort of funnel people through, from a technology point of view, a specific way of doing things, right? Apple delivers a great device, but you're in the Apple ecosystem and you, and you work on it in the way that Apple's kind of designed it. Android's the same way, you know, in any sort of mobile phone and mobile OS, you're going to run, run at the same conclusions. And I think over time that does change, right? Like it will become probably a little bit more decentralized, a little bit more web and web technology based. But today we are sitting in this kind of specific hardware level ecosystem that's very broadly distributed. Tons of people have them. And over time, I think that becomes a little bit freer, a little bit easier to sort of navigate around. To give you a really crisp crisp example, mobile key today, it's just a big piece of, I think, the future of mobile technology, you know, the ability for you to essentially unlock your door at your house or your car or, or the hotel room, you know, should be driven by a phone, right? You shouldn't be carrying around physical keys. That is coming. It's it's already here to some degree. And, and there's a lot, of course, you know, touch locks and various things like that that are kind of hybrid steps of getting rid of the physical key. But eventually it is going to go all to the mobile device. But today there's specific credentials and a specific way it needs to be delivered um, does require an app. You can't do that through a web-based mobile technology, Right. That will change over time, and, and perhaps the keys will be pulled at to the OS level and delivered that way and triggerable through some um, you know, specific transaction with you know, uh, an authenticated or certified web-based uh, transaction, but we're not there yet, right? And so as you look at mobile, it is the home for everybody. It's got its limits, but it's really cool and that those limits can be changed and morphed over time because the power of the devices will continue to get stronger and better. And frankly, more and more people will just demand it. Well, I know this summer I'm looking forward to get out with my mobile device and experience some of the exciting technology seamless as a consumer to these different technology offerings when I go to Marriott or Yotel just nearby where I am in New York City. You know, tying this all together, what are some of your next trends or predictions that you're seeing into this summer and as we're continuing on into the 2020s? Yeah, I, I think um, you're going to see a lot of hotel apps rolling out, a lot of um, 
you know, uh, contactless type of experiences being promoted at all levels, you know, our customers and, and, you know, hotel groups that have uh, similar technology. And you're going to see a, a real push for that. I think part of it is, you know, COVID driven where people from a health and safety point of view are, are looking for an alternative where maybe they don't need to interact with anybody. And, you know, frankly, people have just gotten accustomed to, like I go to a restaurant, like you were just mentioning, you know, I get a QR code and I get my menu that way. And then I can pay that way, right? People have been trained in the pandemic to do more and more of that. So you're going to see that rolling out. Like it's, it, it is right now we're, we're just in a very busy season where we have a lot of customers that are deploying. They're very excited to be open that summer travel season's on them. How can we get your technology in? What's the fastest way to get it done? We bought it back in the pandemic, but we had two members on staff and now we've got a whole team. Let's get going. You know, so we're, we're really in that, in that period. It's a very exciting period. As you look forward, I think it really does get into, you know, okay, we've got contactless out there, we've got mobile out there, we've got in-room technologies, we've got, you know, hotels all across the spectrum wired up. Great. Now the next step is the kinds of things I was mentioning earlier, right? Okay, how can we improve? We've got all the contact points. How can we improve that experience for the guest? And it becomes a software and frankly, an AI problem, a machine learning problem, a data problem. That's really where it goes next, right? And um What's exciting about it is a software type problem, um, particularly some of the ones I'm mentioning, you know, all of these things have been solved before, you know, it's not optimizing an in-room, in-room dining menu and uh, promoting items that you think a guest might want or helping to optimize their travel journey in other ways, you know, and trying to be an assistant to them all along the way from the guest experience. You know, all of these things have been conquered and uh, solved on other vectors and other markets in the past. It's about applying it to travel. It's about applying it to, as we've talked about at the top of the discussion, you know, an industry that has been a bit behind in terms of these kinds of things. And, and that's where it's really going. So it's going to require all the things that the hospitality industry needs, which is really, it's a high level of adaptability, right? Great. You've got a great technology. You're improving it. You're adding some AI. Great. Your AI is great, but, um, you know, my hotel needs this. And then the next guy, um, you know, that's operating next hotel says, my hotel needs this. And it's got to be a little bit different each time and making sure that you're flexible to be able to adapt to, to those kinds of needs. Great. And uh, for our listeners who want to learn more about Intelity and your product offerings, what next steps would you share with our audience? You know, obviously, uh, check out our website, Intelity.com. We list a lot of the brands and hotels that we work with on there. You can kind of see them. And there's, a, I think there's a brand scroll on the website. But, you know, if you're out and about and you're staying in a, I would say, independent or small brand type property groups, I would highly encourage you, first of all, to, you know, check them out, even regardless of Intelity. I found a, a great deal of success. I, I, like you, David, have traveled extensively um, for business, but also for pleasure. And, um, you know, I found a lot of joy in finding that really cool hotel in a major city, you know, that, that I can call home base, maybe for a couple of trips there, right? And you get to know it, maybe you get to know the staff and, and it, it can be a different experience than, than a Marriott or Hilton experience, which is, you know, a big box branded experience. And you're kind of, you're kind of going to one of those places uh, because you, it's very predictable and perhaps it's been well marketed to you. But I would encourage you to check out some of the hotel brands that we work with. You know, we mentioned a couple of them here on the call, but, you know, chances are if you're looking at a, a, you know, upscale, upper upscale, luxury type hotel, independent type hotel, maybe part of uh, leading hotels of the world, you know, that brand um, and or, you know, many, many others, you know, we work with a lot of Fairmonts or Four Seasons type properties, you know, even some luxury residences, you know, our technology may be in there uh, behind the scenes. And I would always encourage you, you know, if you're traveling 
and you're going to stay at a property and you're going to be there for more than, you know, a single night. You're going to be there for, uh, you know, a week, maybe a leisure type trip. Go look on the app store, you know, check and see if there's an app because um, you might find out that uh, it's ours. It'd be really cool and, you know, uh, help you on your on your stay. Excellent. Well, Robert Stevenson, the CEO of Intelli, thanks so much for joining us today on Humane. Thank you, David. Thank you for listening to this episode of the Humane Podcast. Did the episode measure up to your thoughts on ML and AI, data science, developer tools, and technical education? Share your thoughts with me at humanepodcast.com forward slash contact. Remember to share this episode with a friend, subscribe and leave a review, and listen for more episodes of Humane. This is the story of The One. As head of maintenance at a concert hall, he knows the show must always go on. That's why he works behind the scenes, ensuring every light is working, the HVAC is humming, and his facility shines. With Granger's supplies and solutions for every challenge he faces, plus 24-7 customer support, his venue never misses a beat. Call quickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done.